Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. The seventh verse of the fifth psalm reads, But as for me, I will come into thy house in the multitude of thy mercy, and in thy fear will I worship toward thy holy temple. This psalm, which is a psalm of David, divides naturally into two parts. With this verse, the first part of the psalm ends. The psalmist has been his knee in prayer. He is described before God in a plea for his deliverance, the character and the fate of the wicked, and now he contrasts this with the condition of the righteous. His message is in contrast to the sinful, selfish behavior of those I see around me. I'll choose a different, better path. I will come into your house. I will not stand at a distance. I will come into your sanctuary. Sanctuary, just like a child, comes into his father's house, which is also his own home. But there are conditions to this coming, just as there are for any child to belong to a particular family. David did not hope to come on his own merits, although he could have claimed some. But as with us all, when he thought of entering into the very presence of God himself with an expectation of having that absolutely just, holy being shelter him from the stormy winds about him, his failings and weaknesses rose up before his face. His means of coming into God's house as his own child must be through the multitude of his mercy. The multitude of God's mercy is described in the scriptures in the language of one who steps out on a starry night and gazes into the brilliant, numberless stars. For in that biblical comparison, each star represents a specific grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, who also is represented by the sun itself. For all the stars are shining, even though the sun overwhelms their light. The multitude of God's mercy is so great, the worst of sinners is invited to approach him, being required only to exercise faith for that mercy, there to be washed of his sins and to be born into the heavenly family. God's judgments are all numbered, but his mercies are innumerable and eternal. He gives his wrath by weight, but without weight is mercy. David next pledged to worship God toward God's holy temple, or rather toward the temple of his holiness. It was the first Israelite temple was not built on earth at that time. The place of worship was only a tabernacle. But David would turn his eyes spiritually to that tent and see in it a great spiritual edifice with his holy and most holy places. When his heart went to the door of the tabernacle, God would meet him there and give instructions and blessings as he had Moses centuries before. When David entered into the most sacred and secret places of his personal worship, his spirit would go into the very inner sanctuary of that tabernacle where Jehovah himself dwelt between the tall golden angels who faced each other with outspread wings that touched at the tips. Between them also was the Ark of the Covenant with his holy emblems of God's covenants and providence. His faith and spiritual vision would transform this silent, fearful, heavenly place beyond the limits of a rude tent into a great temple. Thus David opened his window toward Jerusalem, just as we today open our hearts toward heaven, where we see our own great temple, both in living presence there and in a visible form in the hearts of God's people on the earth here today. Small wonder David felt overwhelmed with the fear of that divine presence in all its solemn omniscience and royal majesty. So will anyone feel who truly enters into the very presence of Almighty God. David was not there for a casual encounter. He had come to worship. 
Worship to God is the highest form of human expression. It is a reverent outpouring of the innermost person, all the emotions and sensations of which we humans are capable, shared with our Holy Creator. And worship is God receiving our devotion and connecting with us by His Spirit until our hearts beat in unison in sublime love and devotion with His. By this means, David rose above the wickedness of those about him and set for us an eternal example by which you and I may achieve the same lofty heights of love and spiritual beauty. Have you talked to God today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. If you live within the broadcast area of KNEO Radio, we have a podcast just for you. The KNEO Community Connection keeps your finger on the pulse of what's coming up in the four-state area, telling you about upcoming events you don't want to miss, organizations in our communities doing great work, and conversations with the dynamic citizens who are behind it all. There's a lot going on around you that you don't want to miss. This is Luke Taylor. Join me each week as we talk about what's happening with the people who are making it happen. Brought to you by KNEO Radio 91.7 FM and the Sky High Podcast Network. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.